welcome to Smash Everything. This is Molly, and this week we were going to have a really amazing crossover episode with Feminist Culture's PhD, and then the lovely Rachel, one of the two said Feminist Killjoys PhDs, uh, had her flight canceled and couldn't come, so now we are throwing something else together. Hope it is fun for you. We have... Uh, token Sissa White Guy Rich here to fill in. Yeah, I'm just a regular Killjoy BA. So it's, <laughs> it's kind of a downgrade, but I'm here. Um, all right. So, Rich, what do you want to talk about today? Uh, I think that what I'd like to talk about is body image issues and, like, how we see ourselves and how that affects, how, like, how it comes out in ways that I kind of, looking back, like, didn't realize at the time but a lot of stuff kind of rooted from my body image issues okay you just alluded to things that we have no knowledge of so you want to tell us the whole story uh yeah when i was younger um i uh was pretty overweight um and i really that made me really hate uh my body uh even though i didn't really get teased for it i mean like being uh like boy and uh like i had enough friends like i didn't really get teased at school but i still like just cultural Uh, like pressure made me really hate my body and so I think that that in turn kind of like all that internalized like self-hatred made me really um I had like a really short temper growing up and no one ever really knew why like we like I tried to think about it because it's not fun to have a short temper and like my parents tried to figure out why and blah blah but then like looking back and like talking in therapy the other day I think it's it all kind of stems from this like internalized self-hatred yeah, so what's the first memory that you have of, like, having a thought about your body being bad? Um, I don't know. It must have been, like, second or third grade. Like, all, I couldn't go on monkey bars. I was, I, I was, like, not strong enough to hold up my rather significant body. Uh, and uh, all my friends could do monkey bars, and I couldn't. And I was like, this sucks. Uh, and it's because I'm fat and weak and bad. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's probably the earliest one that I can remember. Yeah, so I know that a lot of women and some men will have that experience and then try to stop eating or exercise a ton or find other ways to change their body that are really unhealthy. So did you find, or did you end up with any disordered behaviors from it? Or were you just like, this is my body and I can't change it, but I hate it? I think I, I definitely was the latter uh, where... I felt like real, real despair about the way my body was. And I felt like nothing I did could change it, especially because like other like issues were making me like emotionally or like eat emotionally, like Mm -hmm. as a coping mechanism for that. And so like, even when I'd be, you know, like at a slightly later age, like, oh, I should eat better, like nebulously, I would still end up like coming home and eating like a ton of food just because I like... So I guess that is disordered eating, but not mm-hmm. from the, like, body image stuff, but from something else. But I know that's something that you struggled with. What? If the disordered eating. Yeah, I mean, that's something that everyone struggled with, probably. Um, but I never hated my body. So mm. I think that's the difference is, like, I liked my body just fine, but I thought that losing weight would be something that I could control like that's the classic Mm. eating disorder thing right is like my life is really out of control so I'm just going to stop eating or like it also like perfectionism right like um 
something that I can do really well at is <laughs> stop eating. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's something that I'll be really good. And, like, every time, you know, I lose weight, it'll be, like, me achieving a thing. Right, and there's the number associated yeah, with Yeah, exactly. It. It's, like, very tangible. So it's interesting to me that I was, like, my body's fine, mm-hmm. but I'm just going to focus really hard on changing it out of, like, as a hobby. Yeah. <laughs> and you're, like, my body sucks, and I'm just going to let it go because I can't, I can't, uh, yeah, I can't yeah. change it. Um, so what, how do you feel about your body now? I love my body now. So what changed? Um, I think what changed, so I like briefly lost weight and then gained a lot of weight back, but I didn't, I mean, this was still like in high school, but I, I didn't hate my body when I gained it all back because I felt like, okay. Like, I mean, people would like, you know, like I would get, it's high school. So like I'd get made fun of sometimes for being like overweight, but it was like, I'd look in the mirror and go, hmm, like, this is not a good body, but, like, it's fine. But then when I, like, when I started at college, I had a really terrible freshman year, and I felt really isolated, and I kind of turned back in and was like, this is all because I have this, like, crappy body. And, um, like, I lost weight, but that didn't really help. And then now I think the reason that I really love my body so much is that I, like, have set way healthier goals. Like I've been like, I'm going to just start riding my bike to work every day and like feeling how much easier that is. Uh, just like setting a goal that was like healthier and like being able to feel like, Oh, it, this ride gets easier or like I'm going to ride this many miles and like, Oh, like I can do that. And so setting goals, I guess that just kind of took my mind off of the kind of always out of reach. I want to have my ideal body, uh, has helped me really like fall in love with my legs. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you rode a hundred miles in a day last year mm-hmm. and your legs got super huge yeah. and wild. And I just th- thought it was so cool to hear you say like, Oh wow. I really like my body so much because yeah. my legs are really strong and <laughs> they can carry me a hundred miles and like a hundred miles of mountains. Yeah, <laughs> like you I- were just like going flat. For I made miles. a stupid route. That was a very <laughs> poor, uh, <laughs> But yeah, like I remember I'd like stand in front of the mirror and for the first time in my entire life, yeah. I wouldn't like run out of the room and not look in the mirror. I would like stand in front of the mirror and go, mmm, big quads. Yeah. But what I like now is that you are in your off season, like you're about to start yeah. tra- like writing again, but you haven't and your body's changed a little bit and you still seem like really okay with yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. I really think that's really, really cool. Just because I feel like, again, like if I was so like focused on like what shape my body was, like the changes that it's undergone would super upset me. But since I'm focused on like, I want to be able to ride my bike or I want to yeah. like start training in this other way. Like I think that knowing you have the capability to like, in my case, ride a hundred miles or in your case, like run a half marathon or in someone else's case like swim a shitload Mm -hmm. like i think that knowing you have that capability to train up to that level like means that the it doesn't go away as fast um because you know that you know like this is all it took last time to get there and so i can just do that again if i want to do that and like my body is still strong and like i guess it just that that like shift in the way you look at it i think is really helpful yeah I just want to say um, that I don't want to get really ableist about it. No. Because, like, I know that you really love your body because you, in part because you can bike, and I really love my body in part because I can run around everywhere. Yeah. Um, but 
I also think it's okay to just love your body because it is keeping you alive. Yeah. And because it's working really hard and like doing all these incredible systems that you have much higher knowledge mm-hmm. than I do. <laughs> me being a biologist and me being someone who hasn't studied science in nine years. But um, I yeah. just think like if nothing else, just like loving your body because it is you and because it's taking care of you. Yeah. Like my heart's been beating nonstop for 23 years. Right? That's Isn't pretty that radical. Oh my so yeah, you definitely don't need to be able to like climb mountains to 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 be proud of your body. I think that yeah, like you're saying, I mean, it can. I mean, the fact that we can like write and hold pencils is right. pretty cool. Like I don't know, there's always cool stuff to appreciate that yeah. is not like what like Tetris piece am I? It's like, hey, look at this cool. I can play guitar. I can yeah. like whatever. Saying, make something. Just keep breathing. Like breathing in itself is wild. Like. We breathe even though we don't have to remember to breathe. Like, our bodies are really weird. Yeah, but Sometimes now I'm going to start hurt. thinking about breathing and then <laughs> I'm going to lose it. <laughs> Sometimes we um, get hurt and then our body magically heals itself wow, with for magic. Real. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, so if there was someone who really didn't like their body and was getting teased for it, what would you recommend? Hmm. I would, I mean, I think it really depends on the person. Like, I think that, like, there's not, you know, I wouldn't, I would never, like, go up to someone and say, hey, do you hate your body? Get on a bike! Like, (laughs) that would be super shitty. Uh, I think I would say, like, hey, just because you, like, or, you know, whatever, like, you don't like your body, but think about, like, you know, what hobbies do you do that would not be possible if you were a robot? Like, I think there's a lot of stuff that, like, either wouldn't be as possible or wouldn't be as awesome if you were a robot. Like, if you built, like, I mean, first of all, you can't build a robot to heal wounds, so that is a bad example. But, like, if you build a robot to sing, have you seen singing robots? They're freaky. I don't like them. (laughs) So, like, it's radical that you can sing and not scare human beings. I don't know. That's good. I think that there's... There's fun ways to look at all people's bodies of all types. Yeah. So is that what you would say to, like, Rich circa 2004? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, if it was like, oh, I can't, like, climb on the monkey bars or whatever, I'd be like, yeah, but you can reach the top shelf of the pantry, which, like, none of your friends can do. <laughs> so, like, so trade-offs. Like, you can basically just walk and touch the monkey bars because you're taller. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, that's nice. Um, I'm curious because I am around women often and I surround myself with people who are very body positive, but then sometimes Mm. at work or random strangers, as we've talked about in the podcast before with like diet talk and negative self talk, Mm -hmm. um, they'll talk shit about their own bodies. Yeah. Um, Or one example which i do not regret is sometimes people will say that they can't have certain foods and i'll guilt them into eating them and so the most recent example was at work there was a tray of donuts and this middle-aged woman i work with was like i can't eat those donuts and i'm like why not and she's like though i won't fit into my clothes and i was like i can't eat them either and she started to say something like oh your body is good or something and i was like because i'm diabetic (laughs) and she's just like oh and i'm like so can you just eat one vicariously for me yeah um, and then I w- walked out of the room and came in like three minutes later and she's like, I ate a whole one. And I was like, yes. <laughs> so anyway, I'm just wondering if, uh, that's something that you encounter. 
Definitely. I mean, I still think like one of my main defense mechanisms when I hated my body was making jokes about like being fat and like unlovable. And so, mm. yeah. And so I still like not nearly as much, not to the same degree, but I still like will sometimes slip into like making like fat jokes about myself. But I like have really tried to stop doing that because why would <laughs> there's enough people that are being mean to you? You don't need to do it to yourself. Totally. Um, and like, I definitely feel like uh i i have like i guess as people get older i feel like the like you know they don't like adults don't tease each other really like i mean you can like like people trash talk behind your back but no one outright teases you so i feel like i don't see as much uh like body negativity especially just like my friends and like living in portland and like kind of trying to like cultivate like groups that are like aware of how to be good um and i certainly have lost like almost all of any ability to be body negative like today i bought a ton of junk food and then as i was like buying this like tray full of junk food i also bought ice cream because i just saw it and was like there was not an ounce of this is bad for me like i was like this is good living your best life yeah yeah i had to say uh I would make at least one edit to adults don't tease each other because men tease women all of the time. Yeah, true. In a way that's very I guess unacceptable. I was, yeah, I guess I, I guess I was thinking like emotional adults, which I agree there are not, n- no men are emotionally adults. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I hear you, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, that's, I'm just really glad that you had that switch i just yeah it's really nice so i guess i guess that if we're if we're smashing like you're hating your own body then my 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 hammer would be to just find a cool thing and then try to like focus on like even it's and it's not like just every time you like feel bad about your body you can go like oh but i'm tall it's like yeah. find something you can work on and then after a while, like, you'll still have negative thoughts at first, but after a while, you'll just think about, like, oh, I can't wait for my next run, or I can't wait to get home and play the guitar, or I can't wait to get yeah. home and do this. I mean, that's something that we talked about a while ago in previous podcasts, but, like, that was a huge thing. That was, like, when I really learned to mm-hmm. let my body be what it wanted to be was when I started running longer distances and was like, okay, my body's going to look whatever way it needs to look in order to move for two hours yeah you know and like and now i'm like also lifting and i'm like all right i don't really know what's, know what's gonna happen if i'm like trying to lift some then i'm also trying to run some and i'm mm-hmm. also trying to bike so i'm mm-hmm. like i don't really know what's mm-hmm. gonna happen with my body but i'm gonna figure it out and i also am dealing with like a lot of chronic illness and it's like i don't really know what's gonna happen with that and sometimes it is really scary like it's you know more than anyone but like how betrayed i feel often with like the way that my body doesn't allow me to do things like eat normally mm-hmm. <laughs> and it can be really really hard to love my body when my body's making me so sick and it can be hard to love my body when my brain is so shitty to me um but there are things that i can do to feel a lot better and that's why i know we're both so stoked that today is sunny uh mm. lacy davis uh told me yesterday that we had three sunny days in portland this summer yeah the sun came out three this times winter, but yeah, or, yeah. <laughs> this winter that would be this a winter. shitty okay, summer this winter three times it explains so much yeah it was so brutal. the sun's out today and everything feels possible um and i mean i think that's the other thing is like sometimes there are people who are athletes and then they get injured or there are people who are 
everyday folk who, for some reason, can't do the things with their body that they want to do. Or you get older, right? And you mm-hmm. have arthritis or you have, like, a hip injury, you have a knee injury, and you have a foot injury, you can't do what you want to do. But, like, there's always a way to find something new mm-hmm. that you can do mm-hmm. um, with some some part of your body. And it can be really, really hard when you can't do the things that you used to be able to do, whether that's run or eat or bike or walk or whatever. But I think there's always new things you could do to get really excited and maybe the solution like is sort of to not really pay attention to your body at all for a while and maybe it's like i'm going to take up painting and i'm not going to think about my body because my body doesn't have to look any particular way to paint you know right so you can have hobbies that have nothing to do with your body at all and as long as you know you're distracted then maybe you won't have you know Mm-hmm. Or maybe you want to get into photography and take a billion pictures of your body until you stop thinking bad about it. Because yeah. <laughs> it's just like this weird blob that you're taking pictures of. <laughs> it's just an abstract so, form. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, all right. Well, thanks for smashing bodies with me. Well, don't smash I'm bodies. That sounds bodies. hurtful. But, um, you know. Or like a Tavlo song. Because if we're smashing bodies. <laughs> I have no idea what this oh. is, but we all should right. keep it in this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> You can, first of all, like, first and foremost, leave a five-star review on iTunes. Yes, please. That would be so good. Oh, my gosh. We only have 18 reviews, and what if we had 18 more? Like, make just make more accounts. <laughs> and double review, five stars. In your the text of your review, add a star emoji, six stars. Like I mean, I don't want to be ungrateful for the 18 reviews that we have because they're all, each and every one, very kind. Yeah. Even the one that I wrote for myself. But um, yeah. what if we if, have more? If you write a five-star review, you're a part of the fan club, and you'll get a badge. That's not true. <laughs> no, I'm responsible for badges. Okay, I'm taking over. Also, you could uh, contact us about anything you like via Smash Everything Podcast at gmail.com, which I do check twice a week, and uh, Smash Everything on Facebook. Or you could tell your friends about how much you love this podcast, or you could go on Patreon and throw us a dollar or two if you want to fund our creation of this podcast because it takes up a lot of time like we were gonna go eat tacos burritos and we're doing this for you we're doing this for you instead of burritos so at least buy us a burrito at least send us a taco in the mail (laughs) (laughs) all right bye (laughs) bye